Hey, welcome to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Temple Tonelli, and I'm joined this week by Patrick Higongo and Jason from Frozen and Carbonite to talk about some recent shoe news. Over the last few weeks, a lot of shoes have stepped into the market. Zion Wright, Chris Mango Millick, and Mike Arnold dropped pro shoes. Nike and Adidas both tapped into their heritage for recent launches, and another big brand looks like it's getting into skating. Patrick, which one of these new drops are you thinking about copying? Well, I tried the Adidas forums that just dropped recently. It's a collaboration with a shop called Atlas, which is based up in San Mateo, California. They're awesome. Shout out to the Atlas boys. They're really, really awesome. Those guys are family. They're a little big for my feet. I feel like I should maybe try to size, maybe go a half size down. It's cool that a few shops uh, around the country have them. So I'm probably going to lean more towards the the Mike Arnold handball shoes, which look like chillers. Maybe you can skate them. It seems like it's like a, it's an interesting time right now, shoe wise. Like I just saw recently, Last Resort posted a sample of some loafers that don't look too dissimilar to the Adidas Acapulco loafers that dropped in 2016, 2017, which I love. I wish they would re-release them. So like it, it's kind of like it feels like it's an exciting time. I mean, Jason, you're more experienced with getting into raffles and shoe drops. What's the vibe right yeah. now? How are you? How are you feeling about things? Because I got some feelings about the um, the Jordan Fours SB. Well, but I want to yeah. That. Well, first of all, the forum. Uh, it's my understanding that's like similar to a dunk, right? That type of vibe. Yeah, yeah. The forum is is it's it's like kind of bigger, chunkier. It's like, it's the it's the profile of shoe that's become really really cool with the kids, especially on Melrose. I think that plus the Air Force One cert, plus certain Jordan shapes. They've really gone to because they're they're big, but they're not well, puffy, yeah. but they're big. Yeah, they cooked well, cooked forces. You know, it's been a thing for a couple of years now. But yeah, I mean, it, I think like the I don't think the dunk craze is. I thought it was for a minute, but I don't think the dunk craze is really slowing down. At least not you know around here. Um, it's funny, like yeah, the SB fours they were like juicing that so hard, like on Instagram and shit. Like every everyone that was like remotely associated with Nike was skating in them and whatnot um actually heard from a fellow duck aficionado that um you know they skate good like and one of my sources told me that like yeah they did do some shit to make it more skatable like made it slimmer took out some of the padding on the inside and whatnot like they made the heel tab uh, a little smaller so it wouldn't fuck with your ankles and shit and it's funny like the four is you know definitely my favorite jordan i have like four or five pair of them I used to think like, oh damn, that'll be so fucking dope if they made like a skatable four, you know. But like, I I didn't raffle or try to get them because I don't know. Like, I'm just in a different place. Like, I just paid off all my credit cards and shit, you know. Just in a different place, like uh, mentally or or financially. Like, if it was a shoe that I wanted to skate, like a dunk or whatever, if I was out of them, I'd be yeah, I'd raffle 100. percent But like, I know it was like it's too much for me. That's like my my break my my line. I'm drawing a line in the sand drawing a line in the sand y'all like 120 usd that as much as i will pay for a shoe to skate in okay so question um we are all skateboarders with adult lives disposable income but also have real financial responsibilities how much is too much for you templeton and at what point does it just start to feel like am i buying this stuff to keep up appearances or am i buying it because i really really want to rock it I, I think maybe I'm not the right person to ask because I am not like a stunt in shoes kind of guy, you know, like I skate my gazelles and I chill in non-skate shoes, like hiking shoes or like some recovery sandals or Burks or whatever. Like I am not wearing skate shoes 
if I'm not skating. And right now I'm just only skating gazelles, so whatever gazelles cost is like my budget, I guess. What about you, Patrick? What's what's your budget? I feel like you're you're one to get shoes just to stun around in. I am. <laughs> I think it, it depends. So I do like buying shoes from skate shops. That's something to me that is really, really important. But I also love a deal. And LA has a really good secondhand and consignment market. Because there's so many sponsored skaters here, a lot of people will just drop off their boxes. So if you know which Crossroads or Buffalo Exchange or Second Street or Wasteland to shop at, you can find, you could and you pick the right day, the right time of the month, you might find somebody who's just dropped off an entire Nike box and entire Adidas box. I also, I also, okay, for example, I really, 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 really like the Lucas Puigs and those are readily available. I am not a raffle dude. That's the thing. I really don't like the idea of getting an app just so that I can get a shoe. It's like, no, let me go cop it. And also something I've learned over the years is that, for example, with Adidas is different Adidas is fit my feet differently. So for example, for superstars, I could rock a 10 in those because the leather can stretch out. But for most of the other ones, especially ones I have to skate or would like to skate, those should be 11s. And that's something that you really only figure out either by making one too many mistakes ordering shoes or trying them on in person and just getting to know the general profile. But yeah, I, I do like to stump, but I I think is, okay, so for example, if we're talking about buying a pair of dress shoes or a pair of formal shoes, spend accordingly and spend your money right because there's nothing worse than being at a formal function. It could be a wedding, a funeral, anything like that, and having shoes that hurt. But going back to skate shoes, I like to keep up appearances a bit, but I am not going out of my way to spend, say, 120 bucks and have to wait in line, whatever. I mean... It, it, it seems like it seems like a bit much, but for some people, they've been doing it for so long that they've got the connects, they've got you know they've either got a bot or something like that. Um, so respect to people who actually have who know how to hustle and game the system. Yeah, I mean, look for me, you know, um, been collecting sneakers for a while. Like I don't mind the raffle. Like the the sneakers app is ridiculous. Like I think you have like a one in ten chance of hitting on it. Like I'm I'm pretty zen about it. I'm like, well, if I hit, I hit. If I don't, I don't. You know, I have hit a couple times on there, but um, as far as like raffling at the shop, I actually like, you know, going down to the shop, saying what's up. Um, I always buy something from the shop if I'm raffling. First of all, like get like some wheels or a deck or shop shirt or something. So that that's kind of a thing for me, you know what I mean? Because I don't get down there to the shop that often. So I, I don't mind that that whole deal, actually. I don't mind it. It's kind of, I actually kind of dig it. It's part of the whole, uh, the whole thing. Going back to dress shoes real quick, I feel like it's worth spending on dress shoes. Those are an investment. You're going to have those for a long time. So get get some good, comfortable, nice looking dress shoes. Oh, I got to give I got to I got to give a shout out to Kohan. There was a few years where Kohan was owned by Nike. They had bought a suite of companies. No shit. Yep, yep. Kohan purchased Nike and Umbro. And two things happened. With Umbro, I'll get into it quickly. They basically Nike basically pushed Umbro out of the soccer jersey market. Basically, they took over a whole bunch of those accounts, which is why you don't see Umbro jerseys nearly as much as you used to, say, in the 80s and 90s. And Umbro, I think, had the best cut, the best fit. And with Kohan, they use the Nike Air technology for the dress shoes. So, yo, they're so comfortable, so comfortable. And Templeton, you're right. Like, it's an investment. You spend the money so the joints look good and you you polish them, you clean them, you take care of them, find a good cobbler. It's the total opposite with, say, with skate shoes, which yeah. these things are here to destroy. Yeah, with dress shoes, yeah, I agree. I, I, I'll definitely go up, you know, like two, three 
far as that goes, especially if you work in a job where like you, you st- you're standing and walk around all day and shit, you know what I mean? But like, even, I don't know, shit changed the past few years. Like even like a business environment, people wear or dudes that used to wear just like whatever, like the, uh, you know, shiniest, whatever type of like dress shoes wear like those. I don't know. Like, I don't even know what you call them. Like, like the Cole Hans you were just talking about, like half dress, half sneakers or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah. Those joys are nasty. Yeah. Like... Lane. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, when I used to, um, you used to work at a physical, like a physical office type building, yeah, I would, you know, drop two or three. I actually had, I had two pairs of the Dylan, the Dylan slip-ons. Ooh. Yo. Those are pretty comfortable. Rest in peace to God. Yo, the Dylan Reader, Dylan Reader, for all of us who work in offices that are not formal, or worked in offices that are not formal, the Dylan Reader, first the Gravis joints, then the Huff joints, my God, they went with everything. They went with a suit, a good pair, like some skinny jeans, and a and a nice button up. He 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 was he was seeing into the future. He 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 that was a beautiful design. And those shoes were they, God. They just looked so good. In fact, when I first moved to L.A. almost nine years ago, um, and I got my first job out here. I think the first thing I copped my first check. You know, in addition to like taking care of bills and things like that, I was like, I gotta get something for myself. Immediately went to Kingswell, which was the first LA shop I ever visited. It was right around the corner from the apartment where my wife lived at the time before we moved in. I just immediately copped a pair of Dylan readers. I still got them, break them out every now and again. RIP, again, RIP to God. But yeah, it's, I think, I think that's a lane. Like it would be amazing. Imagine doing a formal footwear targeted towards skaters. Well, didn't didn't they? Well, first of all, um, you know what we're talking about is formal, semi-formal, or whatever. That's why Jordans are kind of the best because you, depending on you know the model and the colorway, you could almost pull them off with like to a semi-formal occasion, like with a little blazer and some jeans or something. Oh, that that's mad East Coast. That's that's so New York baby shower. Just like yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Like Jordan one or twos. Uh, good jeans, like a Burberry button up. Like you're you're good to go. Yeah, some shit like that. But um, didn't Clay try to be that like c-l-a-e y'all remember that yeah uh, that was like out of uh dvs i think yeah, yeah there's yeah, that i like, feel like um your powers was powers was kind of uh was kind of that or i thought it was going to be that that's um brian herman's company right yeah is there another company called ours oh is there there might remember. be ours is here i, I, I don't know yours. i, I don't remember i think Ours is technically called ours is yours. Get it? Oh wow! Like the bra- <laughs> like take the bra- no, like I mean, I'm seeing them in a, in a few shops over here. I haven't seen anybody rocking them like out in the wild, which is a bit strange because Brian Herman is still very much beloved around these parts. Uh, but I think I don't know if it's something you would put into an existing program. And actually, I kind of want to use this to pivot into a, a question before we get back into all the new releases because there's there's been a lot of shit happening in skating. But I got a question I wanted I wanted to float to y'all. It's something that was, you know, it's, it's something I've been seeing. Asics, we got some pictures of Gino rocking Asics when he had an Adidas shoe that just came out. I've seen a couple people posting pictures, boxes that are coming from Casper. I'm not sure which Casper it is. Casper was over at Asics setting up a skate program. It seems like they've got at least a few of the folks on the Japanese national skate team. So two questions for y'all. Who are some companies? What shoe companies would you like to see set up a skate program and then dialing it back a bit what's the minimum viable product for starting a skate program what what are the bare bones what do you need for the shit to be legit well first of all uh 
with regards to ASICs, I did some rudimentary internet research as far as their skate program. And as far as I could tell, it's, it's just in Japan. I don't know who like, is Casper like just like a team manager type of dude or who is this guy? Casper is a former Nike SB TM who's now, who's now on his own as like a consultant and he's consulting with ASICs and consulting with SKF bearings. Uh, oh, I think maybe he did some consulting with Monarch Project before that maybe exploded. So that's Casper's oh, right, down right. as far as I yeah, can tell. Right. So as far as I can tell, based on what I found, like the designs are either go, they go from like, okay. to like totally bizarre. Like there's, there's one model it had like ace. I don't know how the fuck to describe it. Like it had like asymmetrical laces. Like they're closer to the inside of your foot. Yep. Know what I mean? Plus like this really bizarre, like ridged outsole, like the pieces were like as big as like a, a piece of like candy or something. They're like, yeah, six. yeah. It was like really, really bizarre. So I don't know. Um, they're going for like the early Nike, Nike SB thought process of like, let's, let's make something really technical. That's like addresses every problem a skate shoe has and you know, that didn't work for Nike. And I don't think that's really going to work for ASIC. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know like who was on this program as far as like people out here, but uh, I don't know the designs I saw were, yeah. Like I think went from kind of okay, like maybe skatable to just like totally bizarre. Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe that's hot in Japan. I don't know. Who knows? They have different sensibilities, you know? I don't know, but the, the, all the, all the, the skaters in the lens videos are rocking amazing shoes. So, oh, that lens for lens video is fucking forget about it. You don't want to get off topic, but like, that thing is fucking safe. They, they fucking went off. I know. That, that they, they went off, yes. It, it's the talk of the town. It's the talk of the town of the skate internet. It's amazing. But back to ASICs, like the whatever shoe that Gino was skating or uh, Emil on the cover of Thrasher, those joints look all right. I used to run the, the Onitsuka Tigers for a minute. Those were, but my God, those were, uh, it was a death wish wearing those on the DC Metro on the subway over there because it's these very smooth tiles and there's not a lot of tread on the Tigers and Definitely are a couple of times where I almost went flying when it was raining or snowing. But I kind of look at it like this. So if you're going to set up a skate program, I think you need a shoe or a couple of shoes that have crossed over to a few people, right? Like let's, let, let, who's an example? Like let's just say Diodora, right? Diodora has a couple of shoes that are Puma-esque. They look like a Puma Clyde with a different type of uh, logo on the side. Definitely have seen some people wearing them. They, they're, they've got a definitive, uh, they, 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 people have definitely rocked them. If you just made a couple tweaks and if you got a handful of cool pros, I think you need, yeah, you need a core shoe, right? You need a, a shoe around which you can build a program. You need a couple really chill skaters. If they don't have to be the best, this is what Nike did right on their third attempt because it was the first Nike skateboarding, just trash. The Nike chode <laughs> comes to mind. Um, there was Savior, uh, also trash. And then the third time around, they got like Danny Super, they got Gino, they got P. Rod, they 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 got Costin, they got a few people, like a, a wide mix. You got people who were obviously big timers like Costin, but also people who were really people who were cool. You know, people you know people who have probably had have or had a lot of social capital. So that when you see somebody rocking, you know, you saw somebody like who's somebody right now? Like if you were rocking, if they were rocking Diodoros, you'd be like, I'm gonna start running those because also Diodoro has the ill track suits. And they made the Italy jerseys for years. Like, who's a skater that you could see that, like, maybe if, like, they started throwing some shoes to some kids who skate uh, for Supreme in Milan, would you think people would be like, I'm going to get on Diodora? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe people would fuck with it. I think Diodora is kind of a tough sell 
for us us in the states i mean that's that's not like a that's like a mid-tier brand i think and like i'm not super familiar with any of their silhouettes so i think it'd be a tough sell for me personally but i think you're right like you you need a, a good like simple shoe and you need some good pros backing it that that people are gonna be like okay well if gino's down then i guess i'm down too or you know whoever else you want to put on the team and for the record i think diodoro would do numbers in new york new jersey boston and miami i'm worried the rest of the country will follow after that i guess yeah exactly 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 the uh Anybody who's influenced by Italian or Italian-American fashion will run with it. And I think it would, it would just blossom from there. Or maybe if, like, if Diodora did something with Palace, that would be a 0 to 100 move for them in skating. Yeah. Well, yeah, that would definitely go along with the whole uh, Palace, you know, brand narrative, like soccer, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Football, hooliganism. Exactly. So back to shoe news and things like that. Like, there was, like, a whole bunch of stuff happening. Like, you know, I was talking to a buddy yesterday about last resort and chris millich like dude has a shoe and it looks like people are feeling it especially the colors like a few people have been i've just been seeing been posting it like and with this impending release of a loafer like what's you know the progress report you know we're the, we're the professors right now you know what are we going to be telling pontus in his uh in his progress report i mean to me pontus like he's the professor like i i want to learn from him i i trust trust what he's thinking i think that he's super smart i think that he's making all the right moves at the right time. You know, he could have stuck with Converse, but he's, I, I think Last Resort is probably the skater-owned shoe brand that's going to survive of the current crop that's out there, like, fighting for it. You know what I mean? Like, like I think they're going to outlast hours. What are other skater-owned shoe brands? State. Lakai. Lakai. I mean, certainly they're cooler than Lakai. Lakai, I think, is... Uh, I don't know, in a bit of a sad state. But yeah, like progress support, I'm just like, Pontus, keep going, man. You got it. Yeah, I, I definitely trust Pontus's uh, business acumen. Um, not really my thing, like the whole like uh, minimal branding bulk type of lane. But, you know, kids out there, that that is like a huge lane for, you know, your average like 16 to 22 year old or whatever. Um, I wonder if he would start making bulks. I mean, cups. The thing with that is like, Based on my understanding, the thing with cup soles is like the mold is really expensive. It's like hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever. Yeah, I think it's like way harder and more expensive to do bulks than, uh, or to do uh, cup sole as opposed to bulk. Yeah, but like with the millets, like I was looking at it, has the kind of cool uh, toe piece, you know what I mean, on top, Mm -hmm. looking down. Yeah, I was looking for a photo of the loafers, but I couldn't find one. When I was doing my rudimentary internet research, really because um, I think it, it, it might be on. I'm I'm hoping that one of the detectives out there on Slap, uh, right. a little screen cap, but they they look good. They're kind of a, a maroon slash ox blood red. Right. Yeah. 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 I think I saw. You know, and with a tassel, um, with a tassel on it, right at the tongue. <laughs> so like these are gonna be, yo. I hope that these are out for summer. Cause these are gonna like these with some short shorts. Oh my goodness, I'm I'm ready for it. Gonna leave like, the puigs yeah. at home for some last resorts. That's big. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because it, 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 here's the thing: the puigs are all purpose. If the last resorts could be there for dinner or something like that, I I, I could rock that. But right, right. Um. But back to you know back to other mostly skater owned. I mean, because here's the thing: it's quite a few. Isn't there Lakai is 
I'd say what? Like high skater owned, but there's also an investment group that's in there. But right. for all intents and purposes, we will say skater owned. What does Lakai? What does Lakai need to do? Because the thing is, Crail Tap has been doing the difficult work of getting the streets, getting love, getting love back from the streets, especially with you know Carl Aikens out there doing things. Um, and Carl Aikens is on, on Lakai. He's on Adidas. True, he is. He is. But what, what's Lakai got to do? Man? What's Lakai? What's Lakai got to do to get it right? I think they gotta they gotta design some good shoes. I feel like the shoes currently don't look that good, and maintain a good team. What do you think, Jason? Yeah, it's tough. Um, well, on one hand, they can kind of go back to the, I guess, to their uh, legacy products like the Manchester, that one that anti popular skate all the time. Like that shoe was pretty dope, dude. And like fucking everyone skated, but like I think they tried to bring it back a couple times, but like it was bulk. I don't know, one the same. Maybe like go back down that road and yeah, just maintain like a like a team of kids that are like hot in the streets, like. Creole like chocolate and girl have been like on the upswing for a few years, I think. Yeah, I agree. So maybe if they like funneled some of that juice into Lakai, you know, it's it's tough, man. Like Nike and Adidas have like a stranglehold, but it's also loosening because look what happened with Zion. You know, Zion was on Nike. It was the run up to the the delayed twenty twenty Olympics, and then all of a sudden you find that Zion is is no longer on Nike. So we have no idea what happened in the contract negotiations, but he made the the move to Vans. Uh, right. He see he seems happy and people seem to to like the shoe. What's the name of the joint again? Oh, it, ha- it starts with Zaba. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was I was looking at the timeline. He left Nike in 2021. It's 2023 now. I'll bet there was a Vans came and was like, "Hey, we want to give you a pro shoe," or like, "If you want to leave, we'll give you a pro shoe." Like I, I think pro shoe was on the table at the time of the move. And to me, like from my perspective, what I when Zion left Nike, I was like, oh shit, he got kicked off. But now I'm like, maybe he didn't. Maybe he just saw a better opportunity at Vans. Probably. I mean, and it's funny too, because Vans is kind of doing all kinds of stuff. You know, they did their the beef and broccoli ones that came out, which I didn't necessarily love. If I'm gonna get beef and broccoli, that's gonna be some Timberlands. But I understand. I don't know. Like it it, it is and maybe it's one of the challenges of Vans being part of VF uh, because VF underwent some um, like a big round of layoffs recently. And actually, I think Vans, Nike, Adidas have all had some kinds of cuts, you know, or Vans's parent company, VF. Um, and and that does trickle down into skating because what's interesting about this Jordan 4 drop, the Jordan 4 SB, is, is that it seems as though the marketing campaign has been much more heavily driven by skate shops influencers hype beasts and sponsored skaters um which i don't know you could probably have a, con- a discussion about i mean how do y'all think it went like did you feel an inkling like a little something that made you feel like you wanted to go and cop well yeah i mean of course like like i said before but in, in uh in a way like all like you know the campaign like made me like not as psyched on it. like 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 they were trying to juice it super hard or something i don't know i think the campaign would have been better if they'd had a meal in those joints because he he's like a known jordan 4 skater long before the sb4s came out so it, it's sad like i feel like asics has made a couple of like kind of clever moves to to slight the big brands it's kind of it's kind of impressive you know like with have, having gino with a pro shoe coming out on or a pro colorway coming out on adidas but he's on the cover of a magazine wearing asics shout out to gino <laughs> i'm just <laughs> almost like 
if I was gonna do this, I would be fucking livid. Wait, hold like, on. You're dead. You know, what? What? Do you know was on a cover recently or a uh, meal? Yeah, he was on the cover of uh, a brief glance. It's an Italian magazine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah I'd be livid. Crazy. Oh wait, something funny about Nike, not the four drop, but like the one after that, like some collab with like this Japanese streetwear company called like I don't know Fly or whatever. Oh yeah, one fragrance shop. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one shop. What's it? Called? Oh well. Oh yeah, it was Proof Lab. Proof Lab skate shop in San Rafael. California. They did this thing where like with this drop, if you wanted to like wear them out like with no box, you could like get them before everyone else. So they're like, all right, let's see how many of y'all are really gonna wear these shits, how many you're gonna sell them. But they like sold out with people just like wearing them out without the box. Hmm. Whoops. I-, I bet you I bet you some folks came through with uh, the surgical covers for the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, they when they they hit up a medical supply store and it's like, Yeah, I need uh for dust proof and uh, oh yeah oh those the like the blue things that like doctors yep yep <laughs> yeah and on their on their story they're like yeah sorry we're out uh, everyone fucking wore them out of the box it it it, it troubles cool. me a little bit it troubles me a bit because it's you know there's so many aspects of skateboarding are opaque and we have no at least I have no idea of what it's like to establish an SP account and how much work goes into it because. From what I hear, some people say that it, it's it's a hell of a lot of work and that there's a lot of, you know, there's a, there's a lot of requirements to it. And what's frustrating is that not everybody's going to be like Jason and pull up to the shop and buy a few other things. You know, they, they, you know, sometimes you see kids who are coming in, they're very brusque. You know, they didn't even pretend to make small talk. I'm just like, come on. Like, who raised you? Like, so where's your home training? You know, come here. Say what's popping. You know, ask about such and such. How's the shop video going? You know, blah 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 blah. Are you getting these, you know, polar big boys I've been looking for. Blah blah. No, it, it it's 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 hyper transactional and it just it feels personally it feels it feels gross. Hey, that's business, man. I'm more the type that goes in and says, "Do you have what I want? Okay, I'll take it." Or like, "Nope, okay, bye." I'm not I'm not a small talk chit chat kind of guy. It just and especially like uh, do y'all ever go to skate shops that don't have a TV? What? That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's trippy. No, it, huh? Yeah, Kingswall does not have a TV. They play amazing music in there. It's always phenomenal. Uh, but they do not have a television. That's tough. Yeah, it is. is that, it is. is that like uh part of the whole like boutique aesthetic or something like? Yeah, probably. Kind you of know, vibe. probably encourages it. Probably encourages people to just hang out and 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 talk shop and to you know fosters you know. Uh, an era of conversation. They, they have some legendary, uh, legendary photo parties um, and just get-togethers, shoe releases, and things like that. Thinking about some other shoe stuff that's happening. Uh, Simple has been trying to come back into the equation. What did you all think about Simple back in the day when they had gods? I thought Simple was pretty cool. Did Matt Hensley too? Didn't they? What? I'm not tripping. No, I mean oh, yeah. just Jeremy Ray. No, that was yeah, Jer- Jeremy Ray. Was oh yeah, Dukes. Dukes was sick. Man, I wish I had like gotten song like back in the day. I think my shop just got like the very first run, but like simple, like it was weird. Like it just kind of came out of nowhere, and you don't think about this shit when you're like twelve or fourteen. It's like you know who runs this brand, like where's the money coming from or whatever. It's like oh, simple. Here in Thrasher one day, like Mark Gonzalez is wearing them on. It was pretty weird. Yeah, it seemed legit. I mean, you get Gons, like okay, yeah, I'm, I'm on board too. Yeah, like, but like that was like sixty forty ATM era guns. Like it was kind of um, it was a different era for him. Like 
when Adidas when Adidas picked him up, I feel like it was his real like not that he ever left, but he did spend some time in Paris just painting and working on art. Like when he got on Adidas and he got on real, um, it was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like this is this is really a thing. Gonz is Gonz is back and, and everybody's everybody's excited about it. I think with Dukes, Dukes was part of World Industries. It was part of uh that and Duff's were part of uh, the Rocco umbrella. Oh yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, and I feel like Duff's. There was a couple like the the first run that they did that. Those were actually like pretty good looking, simple shoes. Yes, was it Pat Shanita who used to run those back in the day? Yeah, probably. Yeah, or like and, like the world. Yeah, and Jeremy Ray made them look amazing. I feel like those shoes would do numbers today if they'd come out. If they came back five years ago, they would have been good. Simples, I think. Didn't they? They made um, you know, those kind of weird Birkenstocks that everybody's now wearing as chillers, like the um, the clogs. Yeah, the the clogs. Yeah, I feel like yeah, they got they got some clogs. Yeah, and I feel like that that's Simples Lane. But I think um, you know, going back to our point about how do you start a skate program, they're they're not that nobody who nobody who's cool is rocking them and. Even though we talk about how much skating has diversified in the culture, there's a little corner for everybody. People are still looking for somebody that they can relate to and be like, that person with that crew looks cool. And I haven't seen anybody in any lane who's cool rocking some simple shoes. So cool. maybe this is, again, going back to, to Lakai, you've got to get in the hands of someone cool. Not necessarily someone good. Like this, look at America, for example. Everyone in America is good. How many of them are cool, though? Yeah, I mean, I think America is like the, they have the best of those dudes, like the rocker slob type dudes. Slob maybe is too strong a term, but you you know what I'm saying? Like they've got like a $300 t-shirt that looks like it came out of the trash. That kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. It's like, uh, it's like crew jeans and a white t-shirt that is covered in gravel and dirt. Right. Um, from yeah, same, that, that's the same thing though. That's America's brand and they're they're good at it they've got the best of those dudes you know like there's not somebody like that on nike or adidas nope okay so question what about adidas with their y3 collab did a commercial featuring lucas Pui, the shorts don and one of the greatest footballers to have ever walked the planet zidane zidane it was oh, insane yeah. when they mm-hmm. did that so what could nike do that's similar i feel like nike needs to respond i mean that was huge people went nuts when that dropped well they had Kobe like... in the Costin 2 commercial that was pretty big they had ice cube in that p-rod commercial they, they've done some stuff i need it now though that's the thing and also by the way shout out to p-rod p-rod just showed off him just hanging out in his closet doing his fit check oh yeah the karate kick yeah legendary oh no no the karate the karate kick is scott from skate twitter that he that was his little spin on that oh yeah, yeah right, right. Scott. <laughs> but like like I love the fact that like P Rod revealed himself to like he's a he's a fit nerd. He he's got his he's checking himself out. He's got the not just like the walk in closet. This is basically another room in his house. And he's just checking out his fits. And and I, and I love that. I, I really, I really genuinely do. And P Rod is still with the streets, which is amazing. But you know, like uh was I saw like the was it um was it a costin? It was like a cost was like a costin uh it was a costin dunk that just came out last year. It was like a color not a colorway, what was it? Um kinda like was a, it a dunk or a blazer. Yeah, it was a blazer, right? It was a blazer with like a kind of like a white institution wall padding and a teal swoosh. He's still on Nike, right? Like he's like on, on, right? As far as I know, yeah. Because he's now the coach for Team USA for the Olympics. No shit, oh. huh? 
Yeah, he is. He is. Wow. I, I don't know what that means, though, to be. What does it mean to be the coach? Probably a nice check and go give some inspirational words to the youngsters. You like to do like a like Mike Ternaski shit. Like, you know what? I think you should do this here. <laughs> I can't. I can't picture it. Cost- That's okay, but you know what would be really sick if you did oh A B C and D. I can see Costin doing that more than say you know some coaches like are on that Bobby Knight shit, throwing chairs, screaming at people, telling them to get horrible. You know, drop and give me a hundred. That's like Kerry Getz as the skate coach. Kerry yet. Oh, Team USA would be bringing home some medals if Kerry Getz was the coach. Kerry <laughs> <laughs> Getz did good in contests, man. Exactly. So. You know, Kerry Getz, Team USA, you know, if Costin if doesn't work out, I think he could at least bring home some hardware in L.A. And, in 2028. Wait, hold on. Kerry Getz, like, people, like, that's that might be what people remember him for, but he was fucking good as shit, dude. He was godlike at skating. Yeah, like amazing when, player. When he came out, he was, he was like the American Tom Penny. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not even joking. He was. We, him and uh, Jump Off a Building, um... Eventually, when he moved over to Habitat, he was oh, yeah. phenomenally good, and he was getting checks. That man was making money and driving some beautiful vehicles. My goodness! Um, but yeah, he could he could be a great coach because here's the thing: some of those coaches, not necessarily a Bobby Knight. I saw a video of um, the Belgian footballer Vincent Company. He was yelling at uh, the team that he's coaching right now. And the thing is, he wasn't just yelling for the sake of yelling, you know. He was being specific to say, like, this was so, you know, this was so despicable. I shouldn't even have fielded you guys. I should have sent the under-21s to play this game. It was that bad, <laughs> you know. So it's a little bit of shaming, but you know it's coming from a place of love because he knows you can you can do better. Yes, yeah, so it's like 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 the Marines, like, break you down and then uh, build you back up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't um, see yeah. I don't see Costin doing that. You know, like I, I think Costin would be the one giving the skater advice like, you know, if your run's not going so well, just throw in some dork tricks and have some fun. And that's yeah. that's not really gonna get you get you any hardware. Anyway, lots of big brands involved in skating. What big brands should jump into skating or would be would it be interesting to see jump into skating? Patrick, you got one? I'm gonna be super washed here, but I think Especially Templeton, Europe and the Pacific Northwest. I think you would rock with this. Merrill. Yes. Definitely. Because uh, I remember those uh, those Grant Taylor Nike ACG joints. The, the, the ACG Blazers. Oh, yeah. Those, those did sick. well. So, like, all-terrain. Like, if they had a line of slimmed-down hiking shoes that would have, like, a skate profile, there's definitely, for those of us in the 40-plus lane, I would rock those because Merrill's are very good hiking shoes. And so comfort for distance, I think that could be good. Jason, who's... Uh, a non-skate entity that you would like to see jump into skate shoe lane. Doesn't have a skate shoe already? Uh, like Ewing? Remember the Ewings? Like the- oh, yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm still thinking, I guess. Um, yeah. like, like Puma, some of the newer Puma basketball designs have been pretty dope. As far as like technical shit. I don't know. What about like Hoka? Hoka would be sick. I, I wonder how the board feel would be on those. Uh, but yeah, board feel would, probably wouldn't be the greatest. But man, I'll tell you what. Those shoes... Those shoes, those shoes hit my gym like crack in the eighties. <laughs> like everyone, like it didn't take long. Like everyone was either wearing was fucking with those shoes in my gym. So I don't know. Yeah, Hoka, you know, throw some of that technology in there, slim it down a little bit. Who knows? You know, I mean, it's funny. We're we're all on the on the outdoors tip because my my pick is Danner. I, my favorite hiking boots right now are the Danner Jag, which is kind of like a eighties nineties inspired silhouette and. You could make that skatable, and it'd be a fucking perfect skate shoe. 
I I had to look those up. I never even heard of that brand. I'm not I'm not that far into the uh, the outdoorsmanship. But you are into athletics. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%, yeah. Yeah, Danner is a they're a Portland based company. They actually make some of their boots here, and I think they make boots for the U.S. military. So that's the that's the check that would float. That's the check that would float the skate program. That those DOD contracts. Oh yeah, yeah, Big money for sure. <laughs> And was sponsored was by the Army. Seven figures. Was was Andy was Andy McDonald sponsored by the Army, or am I just imagining that? I, he won. I actually I don't know if he. Andy Max got some interesting. I feel like integrity that that would prevent him from maybe riding for the Army, but maybe not. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not really sure how those types of contracts work, but I will tell you this: like of all the spaces in the government, they are not hurting for cash. They are not ever running to Congress cap in hand. So, yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of questions that come with that, but, you know, remember, like, uh, recruitment, like, there was a big recruitment drive in, in, not just in skate magazines, but in Sports Illustrated and all over the place because, you know, you needed uh, young people, although there is now a, a, a crisis in the volunteer army space because um, we don't have a draft, and a lot of people are just like, nope, no thank you. Anyway, besides the point, Danner makes serious all-weather boots. Like, those those boots are rugged like those are some joints that last forever right like the good pair of dinner boots how long how long could they last you Templeton, do you have any oh yeah i've got i had a pair of low top jags that were like my daily drivers and those lasted me a couple of years and then i've got some boots that i hike in every morning and they're still going strong so yeah big shouts to danner i had some merrills some uh some moab i think uh had those for many years those are great boots yeah, I'd, I'd love to see an outdoor brand get into skate shoes. So we got to I, I got to ask, you know, because we're going back to, you know, this is something that we had touched on a little bit earlier. Nike's first entry into skating. Templeton, you had an old tweet with a a, a scan of, I believe, it was East Bay catalog. Yep. And I'm going to read you the names of these shoes for our listeners out there. And we will link in the show notes to the uh Templeton's original tweet because it's just hilarious. So these are the Nikes that were for sale in the skateboarding section or the casual shoes section of an East Bay catalog. Uh, for those of you who are a bit young, East Bay was a, a magazine where or a catalog where you could buy all types of different shoes, basketball shoes and such. And in the mid to late 90s, they started offering skate shoes. And here are the Nikes. This is Nike SB 1.0. The Shimp the Air Snack, and try not to laugh, y'all, the Chode, the Nike Air Chode. What the hell were these people thinking? I think that stuff is very of its time, you know? Looking at it now, it's just obviously so bad. And I remember the ad, there was an ad in Slap for the Chode. Of, I think it was Choppy Omega board sliding a handrail, and it it was like an obvious, like, either a bail or this guy is not comfortable on this rail kind of photo. And yeah. They've learned a lot since then, since the chode. It's shocking because, I mean, y'all know the process to design, to pitch, design, manufacture, and ship a shoe. This had to go through multiple layers of approval. Like, is there somebody at Nike headquarters that's like, check it out, it's the chode. It's going to be absolutely great. Young men, 14 to 24, it'll be great. I think it was probably an agency, you know, like some outside agency that they're like, we're cool. You guys aren't. This is what's cool in the streets. Here's a nice deck. You know, somebody over at Wyden and Kennedy or whatever probably came up with it. You know, Nike trust, trust the agency and you get the chode. 
But um, yeah, like like Temple said, it is kind of of the time. The whole like weird like uh like turn of the century like Blink One Eighty Two um like Warp Tour type vibe. You know, it sounds horrible now, and it is horrible. But I don't know of the time. It, uh, it wasn't I'm, like as insane. I remember that era back then vividly. Those joints, I like. Wh- wh- who's gonna walk up to you? like, hey man, you're stepping on my chodes. Yeah. It wasn't the, uh, it wasn't, it w- I'll tell you what, it wasn't the DC court graphics. No, it was, tell you what. dude, I mean, like, it's so funny too, because Nike looked so positively square. And the thing is, you couldn't even rock these joints ironically. They they were just that ugly. I mean, to go from that to the SB program that we know, we, we, we know, you know, today, the way with so much history, you know, it, it boggles the mind. Like Adidas, you know, by comparison. Adidas Gatton, the Adimatic, the Positrack. There was like a, there was a few that were, you know, like Adidas, like you could definitely, you also, you saw people rocking them too. You know, people rocked the Norton. They bought back the Norton for. Oh, I had the Norton. Those were horrible. They were that bad, huh? Yeah, those were not good. But they bought it back for Jamal Smith for Palace. I wonder why. No, that's yeah. the Adimatic. That's not the. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, the Nortons were. Uh, the Nortons were like a little bit more collegiate looking. It's probably the only way I could yeah, describe. Those, uh, I think I got them because Paul Diaz wore them or something. I don't know. Yeah, those are first like a pre, like pre boozing. It's like pre like Adidas 2.0. Adidas's were not that good. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the Buzinitzes are arguably the easiest skate shoe to break in. They feel so good. And speaking again of Adidas. I just saw that uh, there's a new green colorway for Lucas Puig. It's kind of similar to the green of the the Mark Suchus that Templeton had that I was really jealous of. I plan on buying at least three pairs of those. One to keep on ice, one to skate, one to rock. Because, like, that color, oh my god. But, you know, looking at this catalog now, especially see Airwalk. I mean, Airwalk was inescapable in the 1990s, especially the Airwalk 1s, the Jason Lees. They were such good shoes. The, even the Tony Hawks were also good. And it boggles my mind that Airwalk hasn't been able to make a comeback. They had some they had some shoes that looked really, really good. The Jason Lees, especially, I think if they came back with those would be would be amazing. And Jason Lee, he got actor money. So he's it's not like he's gonna be hurting for shoe royalties if they wanted to bring him back without his name on him. Yeah, and I think Airwalk is just like a matter of ownership, you know, like it's ownership's probably changed hands a million times since since the skate program was around. And now that you can get them in Payless. Now, I think it could be really hard to come back from Payless as a brand. Yeah. You can come back from the mall. You can't come back from Payless, though. Right. I, you know, this is one of those times, like, this, you know, you need a miracle, you know? <laughs> We're about to come into Eastern Passover season. Yeah, you, you need a miracle to make that type of comeback. And I, mean, it, I could see it. I could see it. Like, we're, we're living in strange times, and if the right people... You know, if like a group of TikTokers started rocking Airwalk ones and ripping, it it could fucking happen. I think they uh, I think they brought back the one in some form or fashion. Yes, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure you can get the Airwalk ones at Payless. I guess so. It's just you're right though. I mean, like think about the 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 Nike Uptowns, the Air Force ones, right? For the longest time, that was just it was the Uptown. That was Harlem and the Bronx. Cats who rocked those then. Nelly kind of made you know made him pop in the early 2000s and then you know a bunch of Bronx cats bought him back too and now it's like the cooked Air Force One which to me is uh, a form of violence just seeing a, a dirty pair of Air Force Ones that's shit is criminal but you know 
I can't pretend to always understand what the kids on Melrose are wearing, but I, I don't know. Like it, it's it, it really like it boggles the mind. Like even Vans, like Vans tried to do the puffy shoe thing and fell on their faces. Like nobody was rocking. Them. Yeah, I mean, well, Rally came back and brought Vans back to life. I think. Yeah, they owe him. I mean, whew. were those were those a capsule the rallies? No, the original rallies were um, were Volks. Yeah, and there it was kind of like the first Volk that Vans made in a long time or new. Yeah, yeah. See, like that that's that's my whole thing with Vans. Like a a cup sole van will will never be cool. Like they might be good to skate. Like people who are sponsored by them, I'd like my ripping or whatever. But like I don't know, man. It's hard to picture like a cup sole van ever being cool. Yeah, I mean, I said it before. Stay in your lane. Which is which is hard. Although, I mean, question. What if there was a shoe brand? What shoe brand could convince mostly skateboarding to come on as consultants? And how much would it be? <laughs> like, what's the what's the most whack shoe brand that you would you would raise an eyebrow at and be like, okay, how much you offering? Dude, any shoe brand. I, I mean, I'm just gonna speak for myself. Any shoe brand, I'll I'll consult for anybody if the check's right. Like uh, Brooks, like Etonic. Is Etonic still around? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, many years ago, you might have said New Balance, but New Balance has whoo. LA Gear is LA Gear still around? Yeah, they but they probably still lurking out there somewhere. Okay, Skechers. I think Skechers, Skechers is uh, probably the wackest out there. Skechers <laughs> is even worse than LA Gear, dude. No, old folks they love Skechers. Ringo Star. Ringo. They had a Ringo beetle. Stars. They they they're sponsoring Ringo Star. He's on the team. Yeah, yo, Ringo. They got a Beetle and and Snoop Dogg. That's a heavy team, dude. Ringo. That's a heavy Snoop team. Dogg. Not to lie. <laughs> Pretty heavy squad. I feel like the, okay. the TM's got a lot of work to do, though. Okay, but Skechers, though, because I remember seeing a Ben Sanchez ad uh, with him skating in some Skechers, like way back. I think it was in um, it was old issues. Well, I think it was Ben Sanchez. But would you would you rock some Skechers? Like if they said mostly skateboarding, we want y'all to help build out a program. Um, let's say they said blah blah blah. We'll bring y'all on ten ninety nine such and such, and it added up to like say like a cool six figures. To wear some sketchers, yeah, sign me up. Yeah, yeah, probably. You know, like they send you a box, like they hook up your whole family. Like my in-laws love sketchers. I'd have to get some design, like be able to get in there and do my own pro model or some kind of shoe model, just to to make something that at least I could rock and be a little bit. Happy oh, no, that's with. what I'm saying. Like, like they said, like we want you to build a program, ground up. Um, we're gonna be hands off, mostly skateboarding. You do whatever you want. You build the team, we cut the checks. I mean, what I would do or what I would pitch is let's not do Skechers. Let's come up with a new brand and we use all the power of Skechers. You know, you got amazing oh, yeah, there, like, there you go. infrastructure and just, you know, we call it mostly skate shoes and, you know. Put a fucking M on the side. Dude. Yeah. With the bolts. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. We laugh, but if it was... This is how it happens. I mean, again, like I bring up New Balance as the example. Yeah, New Balance was like squarely like New Balance was basically imagine if there was an entire shoe company based around the Nike uh, Air Monarch. Right. You know, a, a, you know, like like peak washed old head slash um, Kirkland chic Seinfeld chic. New Balance has got the old heads and skaters who like old heads. Plus, they got their whole other lane. So New Balance was able to create a skate program. That's viable that people rock with. Talk. They got Andrew Reynolds. They got Andrew Reynolds hyped on a shoot. They poached Andrew Reynolds from Vans. 
unthinkable 10 years ago. So yeah, who would have thought? Everything is possible. Everything is possible. If New Balance can do it, another washed old head shoe company could do it. Well, I'd be stoked if a washed old head shoe company hit up the Mostly Skateboarding podcast to help them launch into skateboarding. Yeah, well, Keds, who else? Fucking PF Flyers. K-Swiss. K-Swiss. <laughs> Finally, get, let's get that pro model. Again, all the money. <laughs> number. Quit my day job. Just doing sneakers. I know we'd be stoked on that, which brings us to the end of our show where we talk about what we're stoked on. Jason, what are you stoked on this week? Uh, stoked on venture trucks out of San Francisco, California. Uh, stoked on a couple videos. This video, Devil's Pocket, out of Philadelphia by a videographer, Jake Todd. Philly, like, Philly keeps producing rippers. Like, it's insane. They have, like, the deepest um, farm farm system. And good filmers. Yeah. Some good dude. good people behind the lens out there. Hell yeah. So if you're in the whole Philly uh, vibe, definitely check that one out. Uh, my local shop, venue, just came out with another vid, 94, by uh, Will Rosenstock. All usual dudes ripping. But uh, the kid, Daniel, Daniel Ravenal, who has the last part, kid's like, he fucking went off. Kid's like next to blow out of VA. Yeah, I watched it back to back. Like as soon as the part was over, I rewound it and watched it again. Yeah, right. Fuck yeah, kid. Uh, fucking went bananas. And stoked on another podcast, uh, Clyde Singleton's WCRP pod. A couple of the episodes have been really dope. Um, one with Dune, Chris Dune Pastors, and the latest one with Steve Williams. Both really dope. If you're into like you know '90s lore, World Industries lore, that kind of thing. Uh, Patrick, what are you stoked on this week? I'm stoked on a lot, actually. I'm stoked on Spitfire Wheels, especially the Skate Like a Girl collab that they always do, um, especially the most recent one. Definitely going to cop those this week. Uh, Genesis 3, amazing premiere, such a fun video. Absolutely check it out. We will be linking to it in the show notes. Uh, the Secret Tape, shout out to Brendan, who is awesome at skating and insanely funny guy, whether it's at 2 in the afternoon or 2 o'clock in the morning. Shout out to him. Uh, awesome Instagram account, by the way. Um, also really stoked that Dr. Indigo Willing, uh, one of the big homies of Skate Twitter, she's going to be coming out for a research and conference trip here in the U.S. Some of the funding has actually fallen through on some of the classes she was teaching down under in Australia. So also throwing a link, uh, throw her some money via PayPal. It would be, it would go a long way. Trust. Uh, reading a couple of books I'm really loving right now. Bill Buford, uh, who wrote a book called Among the Thugs. It's about soccer hooliganism in the late 80s. He follow, he follows around a bunch of Manchester United fans. The book is insane. And also Alex Schmidt, who just wrote a book called Deliberate Intervention Using Policy and Design to Blunt the Harms of New, Tech, uh, New Technology. And I met her at the Kibitz Room, where Kevin Bradley is apparently still 86 from, but still rocks there. And um, she came... Sody. Yeah, Sody, Sody. Oh, yeah. I'm stoked on new Kevin Bradley footage. I'm stoked on seeing Earl Sweatshirt skating with Nakel and Kevin Bradley. Yo, Kevin Bradley is is going to deliver this year. He's going to deliver this year. Um, hey, he's the best. You know? he, he is. It's like to see him, see, see him skating with Nakel and, and hooking those 180s over that handrail. Yo, his kickflips. Yo, the, that man is King Skateboards. Just get him off FA. Bring him over. He need, it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Templeton, which you stoked on this week. Uh, today, uh, March 23rd is my dad's 80th birthday. So stoked, uh, that Templeton Elliott Jr., my namesake or my, his namesake. I don't know. I'm named after him. So he gave me his name and like a bunch of other 
like cool teachings. So stoked on my dad who turned 80 today. Stoked on Scumco's Striking Distance 2. Watched that last weekend and it really made me want to go skate. And you know, that's the best thing a skateboard video can do. So go check out Scumco's Striking Distance 2. And that's it for our show this week. Be sure to check out mostlyskateboarding.net for links to the things that we talked about and other show notes. Until next time, you can keep up with us all week online. Patrick, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter under the handle at Colonel K Speaks. That's Colonel like the military rank, not the popcorn colonel. You can find me on Instagram under the handle at Pikigongo. You can also find me doing things with the Harold Hunter Foundation because I am the chairman of the executive board. Jason, where can the people find you on the internet? On the Twitter at Carbonite1994. On the Instagram at FrozenCarbonite. And writing stuff for quarterstacks.com. Coming soon, working on it. Uh, Templeton, where can the people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Mostly Skateboarding and on Twitter at Mostly Skate. We'll see you guys next week. Back, go get your gun. Some nights I wake up out my sleep blasting. Go get some water for my ass for my life fashion. Go chase guns and cash and I'm axing. Do I have to be king for action? Fuck a player fame. New York is still the same Queenstown. Representing flush reign supreme. No it's a scheme just to overpower your team with green. Man, you sensitive. How you let these cash in on your residence with fake robberies? Who shot who with no evidence? I'm bringing it. Tired of niggas sitting back and seeing it. Skate through the light. Penetrate streets is right. Representing from the lands with the guns and good smoke. Heavy shine popping the mines and cutthroats. Don't provoke or get your team smoke for broke, no joke. You just a boy, you not bad enough to compete. Your challenge us, I'm busting off the guns with the salads. Word. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Coming from Queens, where we don't get caught up in between with the nonsense. All these pussy niggas acting sex, take it off your chest. Bring it to the desert where I rest. Word. Southeast to west, bust the straight slugs through your vest. Worldwide, worldwide. Whenever people start and keep your mind on Queens, when the dogs start barking. Worldwide, worldwide. Whenever people start and keep your mind on Queens, when the dogs start barking. It's time to dead the whole situation. New York is full of murderers, guns, and court cases, bagging with raisins, Remy no chaser, that be that wasteland flavor, it's major, vibrating through the states like a pager, who's the one to blame when you get stuck for gold chains, shooting close range, half of these niggas died in the game, right. it's a city thing, blasting that cops by all means, keep it real throughout Queens, catching jokes for clean, on the tap phone, fucking with niggas as far from home, GS is prone, making power moves like a pawn, shit zone, fucking with this nigga, flush holes is zone, guarantee the blow, puffing on the trees to I go lay low, kidnap the children for dope, that's how it go, based on criminal minds, traces are hard to find, to commit crime, half of these niggas is dropping dimes, get a time, blowing your block just like a mine, flushing design, keep my neck flooded with shine, I'm out to get it, you feel something sweet, go get your east and your peeps, and find your body parts on the street, worldwide, worldwide, whenever people start and keep your mind on Queens, when the dogs start barking, worldwide, worldwide, whenever people start and keep your mind on Queens when the dogs start barking. Worldwide, worldwide. Whenever people start and keep your mind on Queens when the dogs start barking. Worldwide, worldwide. Whenever people start and keep your mind on Queens when the dogs start